Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show where every Friday we'll be covering another installment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and weirdgeeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. We Are Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Geeks! Geeks! Hello, welcome back to the We Geeks Horror Show where every single Friday we take you through another installment in the classic horror retrospective franchise. Right now we're dealing with all of the Conjuring Universe movies. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me throughout all the spookies, Alexander Chard. Hello. And Shannon Hollander. Hi. Still with us, you're now stuck. You had your exit point. I should have pulled the ripcord. <laughs> Ali said to me, is she allowed to bow out after anyone? I was like, no, number one was your one. Yeah, and I know. That's your exit. I know. The doors Trapped. are closed. The locks are down. Ugh. Pinhead has been released. You Hubris. Are, you are now trapped in the Warren's spooky room oh. forever. <laughs> oh, this is my hubris. Here we are, Annabelle, 2014, just a year after The Conjuring, gets a 5.4 out of 10 on the IMDb's. But before we get to all that stuff, if you're new to us, hello, welcome. Please head on out to weirdgeeks.com, weirdgeeks.com, where you can patch to all of our social medias. You can listen to all of our previous podcasts. Alex, what's a good one? What's a good what? A podcast that we've done. Oh, you should listen to episode 53. That's a good one. That is a good one. I think Nate's in it. And you're no, in it? I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I think Nate bowed out. I mean, RIP Nate. Are you looking Aww. it up? Uh, I'm looking dead. it up. 53, we're yeah. saying? What's episode 53? Yeah, I'm not going to let us know. This is the regular show, by the way, guys. Yeah, the it's regular, a regular show, show, not the horror show. Just as, you know, a bit of a throwback. Mm. Well, a throwback to the glory days. Mm. Oh, um, what do we got here? 53. Huh? Rogue One, No Man's Sky, <laughs> and RIP Kenny Baker. That is a good episode. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, who's Kenny Baker? Kenny Baker was uh, the guy that played R2-D2. Oh, mm-hmm. that was a sad day. Yeah. yeah. It was a sad day. Yeah, go listen to that and nothing <laughs> else this week. Also, you can, what's the word? Yeah, go onto the iTunes, type in Weird Geeks, find us, subscribe to us, rate us. We're not going to do any banner ads. We're not going to try and do any promotions, no. materials. I've lost, no. I've lost my rigmarole, Alex. No. But most importantly, we're not going to sell you any slacks. Mm. <laughs> yep. No slacks here. I have nothing more to add. <laughs> also, if you're new to us, we like to look at the year that was 2014. Alexander Chard, I believe you have the top 10 worldwide grossing oh, hits. Oh my God, what a year. Godzilla didn't even make the top 10. Are you kidding? What? Literally not. It did not. It came That's in crazy. at 14. Not for everyone, I guess. We're a fan, but, of, we're a fan of the Godzilla. Yeah, I love it. Coming in at number 10, Interstellar. I like I like Interstellar a lot. I was about to say I like Godzilla. (laughs) (laughs) I like both. Uh, I like Interstellar a lot. There's some things that infuriate me, but Mm -hmm. more than more than not, I think it's just an ambitious, great movie. Yeah, Inter Godzilla coming in at number nine. Now this is a movie not a lot of people liked. The Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh, I don't like this movie. Could Uh, say it killed the Garfield Spider-Man. It did, and I'm a fan of the Amazing Spider-Man for the most part. Amazing Spider-Man was great, but I didn't like Part Two. Shame, yeah, mm. such a shame. shame. Coming in at number eight, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, the second in the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I like all these. Uh, they're all great. Dawn, uh, Planet of the Apes films. I think War's the best, but they're all great. Oh, War's excellent. Oh, yeah. Coming in at seven, 
This might be my favorite MCU film. Oh, mm. Iron Man America. 3. <laughs> the Winter Soldier. Oh, Winter Soldier. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. Particularly mm-hmm. the first two thirds. Yep. 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 And then it becomes a Marvel uh, yeah. Yeah. thingamajig. Think, oh, a thingamajig. Yeah. Marvel mm-hmm. made the best thingamajigs. Coming in at number six, which I'm surprised beat Captain America. X-Men, Days of Future Past. Oh, I am surprised that beat Captain America. No, I think that makes sense. Days yeah. of Future I mean, X-Men were very big at that point. That's true. Is and this was... when the whole timeline kind of splits and gets all weird? And I, I mean, I don't yeah, know. That's yeah, that's where the two came together. That's why yeah. it was a big deal. You had the older ones and the newer ones, and Brian Singer came back at this point, and it was mm. before everyone knew everything about Brian Singer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Wolvie was that, like, really, like, people loved Wolvie. Peak Wolvie. Peak yeah. Wolvie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, to be fair, Days of Future Past was a good film. A bit so, confusing. There you go. Makes sense. Not why it beat Captain America, but whatever. Coming on number five, awful film, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Oh, mm. that beat both of those? That's oh, yeah. Exciting. Oh, yeah, it's Hunger Games. Yeah. It's big, big time. People were hungry yeah. Part for 2 more. was even worse. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number four, Maleficent. Oh. Yeah. We've got a sequel coming out soon. Yeah. I don't care for it. Never saw that one, the first one. I won't bother. Okay. Coming in at three, possibly my second Favorite MCU film. Oh. Age of Ultron. <laughs> Guardians, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Ooh, what's your first favorite MCU mm-hmm. film then? Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Soldier. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, Incredible Hulk. Oh, I know. Oh, mm-hmm. The Secretly. Incredible Hulk. Yeah, The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Coming in number two, The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. Oh, still Ooh. cranking them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People still seeing it. Everyone's lying. If you're saying you didn't, you did. Yeah. You're part of the problem. Somebody brought in 956 million. Guardians only brought in 773. Yeah, but it's Guardians. Come on. Remember before Guardians came out? Everyone thought it was going to bomb. Okay. Number one, bringing in 1.1 billion. Numero uno. It's a franchise film. Any uh-huh. guesses? And bringing in how much? 1.1 billion. 1.1 billion? billion? And it's 2014? Yeah. What's that, five years ago? What's uh-huh. happening five years ago? Star, Star Wars, well, can't be Star Wars because Force Awakens made over two billion, I believe. Uh, oh, oh, Transformers! Yeah. Age of Extinction. Uh, is that the dinosaur one? I think the last night it was a dinosaur one, wasn't it? I was don't the know. One. They're all dumb. <laughs> yeah, maybe right. Yeah, probably Extinction sounds about right. Yeah, who knows? That's it. Nobody's checked. Thank you, Alex. Illuminating. Shannon Hollander. That's Shannon my name. Ashley Hollander. That's my full name. <laughs> what um, exposed now? Yeah. Uh, horror films. They came out that year, didn't they? Uh, the you know what? Quite a few did, apparently. That's, That's a good. giant list. Mm-hmm. Alex, do you want to do your, your thing? Oh, you want me to run through uh, what each film is? Well, here's the thing. It's 2014. I've covered this list no- multiple times. So if yep. people want to know my feelings on it, just head look through another film in our retrospective that has 2014 next to it. You're going to get it. Yeah. So if you're jumping into this podcast... For the first time, listening to any of our podcasts, when the horror list is read out, Al goes through each one, gives a little brief on it, whether he likes it or not. But as of uh, Bloody Mary, a couple of weeks ago, he let me take over. And wow. I'll tell you what, it was the most enjoyment I've the ever had. has been passed. We yes. might have to move swiftly, though, because there's a lot here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I won't get into too much yep. detail yep. then. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Ready? Yeah, Ready? go for it. Okay. As above, so below. Ooh, this is found footage. <laughs> He's actually seen this one. Yeah, this is uh, really enjoyable. It's guy by the guy that directed Wreck 3? 4? He didn't direct Wreck? Where do I know him from? What else has he directed? Finger Hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk to these. Oh. Anyway, it's uh-huh. a found footage film set in the Paris catacombs. It's really great. Great. Cabin Fever. <laughs> Patient right, Zero. Quarantine. He directed the remake of Wreck. Quarantine. Um, I- yep, moving on. <laughs> 
Cabin Fever, Patient Zero. Cabin Fever, Patient Zero. This is the fifth installment in the Cabin Fever franchise. Uh, yeah, not as good. It's about the first person that gets Cabin Fever. Oh, great. Yeah. Creep. Creep. Uh, this is the Duplass Brothers version of, because there's many films called Creep, but this is mm-hmm. the Duplass found footage film, Creep. Mm. Uh, dead Snow, Red versus Dead. Dead Snow. This is about zombie Nazis in the snow. <laughs> I don't actually know something. Really, all you need. <laughs> Done. That's it. Yep. Uh, moving on. Yep. Devils do. Devils do. Um, it's um about a devil. Um, this lady who has an overdue library book, uh-huh. which is based on oh. satanic spells, um, and she doesn't get it back to the library mm-hmm. in time, which causes a rift in mm-hmm. hell to open. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> A girl walks home alone at night. Safe, uh, pretty self-explanatory. She walks home alone at night. She's followed by a man. Turns out that man was her dad, but there was a killer waiting in her room. Oh, interesting. Um, and so it's about like home invasion and stuff like that. Yeah. Does the dad die too? Dad ends up dying, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. That, that tracks. Uh, housebound. Housebound. Sort of like Homeward Bound, um, mm-hmm. but with zombie dogs and oh. cats uh, that go back to their house. Yeah. Uh, Jezebel. Jezebel. Um, it's about a horse called Jezebel that accidentally kills this girl in this farmyard, mm-hmm. and then it becomes not the horse. She, the the farmyard becomes um, haunted by the girl that was killed by Jezebel. Oh, okay. Yeah, and a new family move in, and she's like possesses the horse like and all that stuff. A black beauty, but with a possessed. Exactly. Horse. Okay. Yep. Life after Beth. Life after Beth. This is about a girl called Beth. That dies, and um, her boyfriend John is trying to get over it. It's basically a drama. It's not really that scary, <laughs> but it's about like how he's haunted by her presence and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, but in a very sweet way. Yeah, that seems really. Yeah, that it's fine. How did nice. that get in the list? That's weird. Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem it doesn't sound horary at all. Yeah. How about Oculus? Oculus. This is about VR. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a guy kind of gets the headset like stuck on his face, oh. and he becomes like he's stuck in a VR world. Oh, forever. I think I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, paranormal activity, the marked ones. Ah, uh, this is the fourth or the fifth one. I can't remember. This is about a sort of extension of the whole coven idea from mm. paranormal activity. Still found footage, but yeah, focuses more on the witchcrafty coven aspects from memory. Mm. Not my favorite. Uh, the purge, anarchy. The purge. You can hear about all about that in our purge retrospective. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Wreck Four Rec- Apocalypse. Wreck Four. You can definitely hear about uh, that. Uh, I'm on that one on our Wreck retrospective. Ah. Yep. Uh, how about See No Evil Two? See No Evil Two. This is the sequel to See No Evil. Mm, that makes sense. The two in this is spelled T double O. Oh, interesting. It's weird that it's not like you know, hear no evil, see no evil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they had a missed opportunity there. Yeah. And this one, like. it's uh, about a blind person who does see evil. Funnily oh, enough. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Sharknado 2, the second one. Sharknado 2, uh, and this is one we'll never be covering, I don't think, or maybe we will. No, probably mm-hmm. not. Yeah, everyone knows what Sharknado is. Mm-hmm. Two is probably sits in my rankings of those, probably at about two. Mm-hmm. Uh, stage Fright. Stage Fright. This is about... You can... I'll, I'll take this one if you okay. don't mind. Yeah, uh, go for it. You can hear all about Stage Fright in our 80s slasher... Uh, versus series, their slashers versus their remakes, where we talk about it. There you go. Meatloaf is in it. Spoilers. We all love <laughs> a bit of meatloaf. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. 
Starry eyes. Starry eyes. Um, about a girl that goes to space. Um, she looks too long at the sun. Mm. and um, Much like our president. Yeah, and like her, um, she's just sort of like burned from the inside out and um, mm. kills everyone on the spaceship. Wow. Interesting film. Yeah, um, okay. Sort of sci-fi horror. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Uh, Town Dreaded Sundown is a Western horror. When the sun goes down, zombie gunslingers come out into the street and um, have gunfights. Oh, interesting. I would have thought it would be about vampires, but guess not. Well. <laughs> Tusk. <laughs> you know, it's not. <laughs> I've seen everything on this list. <laughs> Moving on. Tusk. Tusk, uh, that's the Kevin Smith film. I don't think it was universally liked. Yeah. I'm, I'm still mm-hmm. yet to see it. Mm. Um, stars Justin Long. Ah. And this one's my favorite on the man. list. This title here. Yep. Zombievers. Uh, Zombievers. Yeah. It's about zombie uh, beavers who are building a dam and they get infected because above the dam that they're building their dam on, well, no, not above the... In the above where the river is upstream is a um, chemical plant and chemicals mm. leak and uh, kill but zombify the beavers. And then a couple of kids or five kids go out camping and uh, basically it's a massacre. Oh, interesting. I would have thought it'd been about vaginas. Yeah. Well, that's also true. Um, <laughs> yeah. It could be that. Like dick shark, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, what's teeth? Teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, that's what I would have. That would, that would have been my guess. Well, yeah, that's all of them. Here's an image from Zombievers. Oh, I was very accurate. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Beavers and vaginas. It looks like you get yeah. a little bit of column A, a little column B. Yeah. Beaver, beaver action. You don't know where the fur begins and where it ends. Yeah. How did that film not end up on your top 10? <laughs> Thank you, Alex. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank I feel you. there's... Yeah. I mean, which... there were many more that I saw that, uh, that year, but those were some of the highlights. But there was nothing else to add, really, to that. <laughs> I've forgotten why we do those lists. <laughs> Things that people understand the context, yes, the context, the landscape, which is horror films are going great, mm-hmm. uh, and beavers are amazing. Mainly spookies, though. Yeah, lots of still spookies. on the found footage trail. This wreck, um, yes. so above, so below. Yes, yes, still found yeah. footage and still ghosts quite a Paranormal bit. Paranormal activity, time. marked ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that jazz and all that jazz. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> and into that fray comes Annabelle, establishing really the Conjuring universe, directed by John R. Leonetti, who you might remember from last week because he was the DP on The Conjuring. Oh. He was also the DP, uh, sorry, he was also the director on Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mortal Kombat! (laughs) Finish him! He was also the director of The Butterfly Effect 2. Wolves at the Door, which came out just after this and deals with some similar things. And Wish Upon... Uh, which we actually talked about. Remember the girl? Who was the girl that you guys liked from last from The Conjuring last week? The daughter Vir- who's good. Oh, uh, Joy King. I think it's her. She's yeah. in, she's in Wish Upon, um, which was fucking terrible. Oh, I feel like I yes. Very bad, very bad film. But this was his first theatrical release since Mortal Kombat. He had DP'd Child's Play three though. A hero Ooh. in our eyes, mm. I feel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> written by Gary Doberman. Now, mm. this guy has written the upcoming Swamp Thing TV show that DC are putting oh, out. That looks pretty cool. He's also one of the writers on It and It Chapter 2. Hmm. Ah. This guy knows how to write horror. He does. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> DP'd by James Neist. Kneist? Kneist? I'm um, not sure. He did The Bye Bye Man and he did Hush. 
which I like a DP moving to directing and then getting in a different DP and quite a lot of time if a DP goes to directing they'll just still DP mm. not John no, yeah. nope. not he's not moving backwards on- forwards only well <laughs> is directing really forwards <laughs> I don't know uh, music Maybe that's backwards for him Joseph Bishara again Bishara. Oh, does he... It's I the want, same guy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Does he cameo like he did in uh I don't think he Conjuring? does in this one, actually. I mean, maybe he's, you know, no he plays, spoilers, he but plays, maybe he's the demon. Maybe he's the apartment. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I want to double check that because this music in this one was really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this doesn't feel... Because the other ones have had pretty cool music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just check. Let me just check. Let me just check. Let me mm-hmm. just check. Yes, he did yeah. Annabelle. Mm. So there you go. Um, starring Annabelle Wallace as Mia mm. Wallace. Missed opportunity there. Mia Wallace. Uh, from Peaky Blinders, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. That's the King Arthur one that looks like they're all dressed from All Saints. Uh-huh. The Mummy remake. Yep. Oh. That's where I recognize it from. Tag. Oh, that, oh. Ward Horton as John, who's been in nothing really that we yeah. want to talk about. All that track. Tony Amendola as Father Perez, The Mask of Zorro, Stargate, mm-hmm. SG-1. Ton of video games. Fallout yeah. 4. Yeah. Cod Black Ops 3. And also The Devil's Candy, which I know a lot of Shihonda fans like. And we watched it. Was it last year or the year before? At our little Fright Fest thing that we do. Our little festival. Oh, I missed that yeah. one. In our own house. Yeah. It's like heavy metal horror with Ethan. Uh, no, what's his name? The guy from uh, Empire Records who watches TV. and Oh. Oh, I can't think of his name. You know what I guess. Mean? He changed his name once, which is like it's confusing. He's yeah. also in Can't Hardly Wait. Mm-hmm. Ethan happening? Emery. Thank you. It. Thank you. Yeah, he used, to have a completely, he used to have a completely different name. Yeah. Alfrey Woodard as Evelyn. Just in K-Pax, Desperate Housewives, True Blood, 12 Years a Slave, mm-hmm. Mississippi Grind, which is fucking brilliant, by the way. Everyone should watch 12. Uh, sorry, Mississippi Grind. Uh, Civil War and Luke Cage. And Kerry O'Malley as Sharon Higgins from Round of Shameless, Terminator Genesis. You know, the good one. Mm-hmm. And Snowpiercer, the TV show, which is coming. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. I'm excited for that. Budgeted, not at the 20 million that The Conjuring was. Mm-hmm. No. How much do you think this one's at? Oh, you damn, I just, I just Maybe looked, 5 just million? Maybe 5 million. You're not, you're not far off. 6.5. Okay. 6.5. Uh, so this Makes is more sense. in line with the Insidious 2 yeah. budget. You can see that. Box office, $257 million. Damn. Are you fucking kidding me? I hate people. I'm not kidding here. It's, too, it's written right here. He's <sighs> not kidding. We're going to, like, you know, we want to look into the reality of the in real life stuff. There'll be mm-hmm. a couple of things at the end of this. In short, in real life, none of this is true. Yeah. When can yeah. Shannon see the real Annabelle? At the end oh, of this podcast. Please. Okay. Okay, great. Um, so the opening of the movie... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex is way too excited for that. <laughs> so, I mean, I should say, in real life, the Annabelle uh, doll, they have no idea how it became possessed. None of this stuff that we're going to see pretty much in this movie happened. Mm-hmm. Some of the story, anything that you read to do with what's the real story of the Annabelle doll is always in quotes, the Warrens say that these people said this thing to them. Mm. The Warrens say that mm. these people, you, there's never any yeah, first-hand yeah, yeah. accounts where people actually did anything. It's always through via the Warrens. Okay. I'm not discounting that something might have happened to people mm-hmm. spooky with this mm-hmm. at some point. It's entirely possible. But yeah, none of this stuff we're about to talk about happened. Gotcha. There is a 1963 episode of The Twilight Zone that's very famous for potentially being the first doll horror, um, which is uh, where a talking doll is given to a young girl by her mother. And that the mother is called Annabelle. Uh, oh, interesting. So it's quite possible that that played a part mm-hmm. in everything and why people making stuff up. And it's impossible to forget the era that we we're in when a lot of these things were being made up in mm-hmm. the 70s. It was an era of The Exorcist and stuff like that coming out and people suddenly being very in tune with possessions and 
spooky stuff. Yeah, well, and like as they touch on a lot of like social fear and things like that too. Yes. Um, oh, yes. So let's just get let's let's talk about with this one. So let's just get mm-hmm. straight into it because there are I mean there's some things for the beginning to talk about. We get some blurb about dolls. Yeah. Yeah, that they're like used for children to play with. Yeah. But also in rituals. Yeah. Yes. For centuries. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And then we open on the same shot of Annabelle and basically the same beginning of The Conjuring, albeit, albeit with yeah. some twists. Yeah, they change some things. Retconning, I think yeah. this is called. I'm going to, okay, well, Alan, let's go with what they say. So we learn here that Camilla got in touch with a medium, uh, one of the girls, mm-hmm. the free nurses, who told them that the doll was possessed by a girl called Annabelle Higgins. Mm-hmm. She had lost her parents and taken a liking to the doll. All she wanted was to be friends with the nurses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she wanted their permission to possess the doll. Which they don't mention in Which this one. Which they don't mention in this one. That was yeah, in right. the yeah, Conjuring. In the Conjuring, yeah. So in this one, there's a few tiny little tweaks which don't really seem necessary. Mm-hmm. And I'm still confused. And yes. it's going to get more confusing the further we go through. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then more confusing when we get down to Bill Creation as yeah. well. Yes. Completely agree. But we'll get there. Um, <clears throat> the doll was apparently a gift from one of the girl's mothers for her birthday, but she doesn't know where her mother got it from. So that's kind of what this story is meant to be, is where the mother got the doll right. from to begin with. Okay, let's just go with that. Then we get in the music box and the title, along with a fucking gargoyle from the church. Yeah. <laughs> really dumb. Well, which I think is referenced later. It is. Yes. Yeah. But so two immediate problems for me. Number one is this, that intro, don't need it. The next mm-hmm. intro we're about to get, that's how you start your movie. And then Annabelle should come up after the next bit we're about to get mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. For some reason we have to redo stuff from The Conjuring. Don't understand why. It's not useful, I don't think, to anyone. Even if you hadn't seen The Conjuring, I think you can understand what's going on here. Yeah, but like good for those actors. Probably didn't have to shoot again, got that's paid true. twice. That is true. Yeah, it almost felt like a very yeah like you said retconning deliberate kind of like here we here are just the little tweaks we need to make in case you go and watch the conjuring it feels like a last minute add up for you like studio decision that's what it yeah. feels like. Mm-hmm. like it feels like because i feel like a director wouldn't ever decide to use footage from the previous film in yeah the beginning well and especially film. because they tweak it to leave some stuff out they're like okay this clearly doesn't really fit this mm-hmm. but yeah. we need to introduce what this doll is yeah yeah, because I, I wonder, like, at what point the whole idea of creating a universe yeah. came yeah. in. And, like, if it did come later, and then so it was that idea of, like, okay, we'll throw that in at the beginning again. So we're definitely tied together. Yeah, this is now mm-hmm. the canon, mm-hmm. which is still confusing and just frustrating. Because, like, surely you could have made it work. Yeah. And my other big problem immediately is we're going to get the fucking music box music all the way through this film yeah. has literally nothing, nothing to, to do. do it, it was the music box in that house that Rory had from The yeah. Conjuring. What it's doing here, I don't know. Yeah, nothing. Except for to create a through line where these things, where they're connected. Mm-hmm. But even, but like that doesn't make sense because in The Conjuring, Rory was so much earlier. Like if Rory had died. Yeah. At around the yeah. same time, and maybe it was like a popular song. You could get the mobile, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. No, no, no. And, like, and Rory was connected to a completely different demon. Yeah, yeah. House, and so, not connected to Annabelle. So unless it's somewhere in the future they're going to bring in this melody as the real demon, <laughs> it's right. like the melody's just turning up and everything. <laughs> which fine, but for this film, it makes absolutely no sense. Other than yeah, it creates some creepy moments because we know it from the country. Right. Mm-hmm. We're in Santa Monica. Shannon's going too close to home. <laughs> yeah. Too close we are to right home. 
in Too LA, baby. Close. No, for anyone that is listening, I live in St. Charles, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to meet a couple who are at a sermon. I didn't write down too much about them to begin with because I thought these two surely can't I be important. I thought the exact same mm-hmm. thing. I, I, the way, I think it's the way the husband looks. He's so fucking generic. Very generic. He is yeah. the white toast of husbands. Yep. Yep. Um, that I was like, oh, for sure. This I thought the exact same thing. This is just an intro scene. We're going to get to the real story yes and even more reason to not start with footage from the conjuring because that was a cool scene and then you cut to this and i was immediately like oh my expectations within 30 seconds are this feels more like a tv movie Mm -hmm. it's just like tv style acting tv style camera shots lighting Mm -hmm. like all of that the music doesn't sound great yeah i'm immediately like okay disappointed and i have seen this before i remembered nothing about it and now Mm -hmm. i'm remembering why i remember nothing about it (laughs) yeah yeah you wiped it alex loved it no, because like in my thighs. mind, my only Annabelle experience coming into this was Annabelle creation, mm-hmm. which we'll just felt like so different and unique, and and to me, like maybe before this, and even if I hadn't watched Insidious over the weekend prior to this, I think what helped that do for me was really cement sort of an understanding of James Wan and his style mm-hmm. and his like his very distinct kind of way of storytelling yeah and it's immediate that he's not in charge yeah. of this <laughs> this doesn't and with all due respect because dps can obviously well move into director's jobs and do incredible mm-hmm. um, films this doesn't feel like somebody has anything to say as a director yep uh, yeah definitely which is immediately apparent mm-hmm. uh, which yeah james wan particularly with the country has a lot of personality yeah uh but yeah we meet this couple they're out of sermon we're getting a lot of religious stuff straight away the woman's pregnant yeah, and then, then there's this whole thing to do with this other couple who we're going to learn are their neighbors whose daughter ran away to join a cult two years ago, mm-hmm. cult of hippies. And they keep saying her name again and again and well, again. Do they say yeah. the daughter ran away two years ago to join a cult of hippies? The other ones do. Yeah, yeah. they do. Okay. They because say that's she- also very confusing as we get further in this story. They do say that, yeah. Yeah, because at first I thought, oh, she was she died when she was a little kid. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, they definitely do well, say the running away. As we get further into the story, we see a little girl, and mm-hmm. it's like implied that she was taken. Yes, because when I, when I do research on this, that's because the the Annabelle again, the stories that are told about the real Annabelle are to do with the seven year old girl. So in this, they played to the seven year old girl because they established that in a previous one. Mm-hmm. But then they also played to it as in yeah. she was seven years old something happened i guess i don't really yeah. understand and then she went on to create this cult i believe is what a lot of people online say interesting because and i kind of ask you this throughout is it in annabelle creation that we see like there's like a scene yeah i don't want to spoil it i'll, I'll just wait till we get to it okay we're only a couple of weeks out buddy <laughs> we'll get there soon I just want to see it. Anyway, it is confusing. However, did you notice? Yeah, they kept saying Sharon a lot again yeah. and again and again. Yeah, they did. You know why? Because Sharon Tate. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Which makes no sense. It does. And it makes absolutely no. Well, and that's what like that's why I thought everything that they're setting up that this was all going to be just this scene that they're going to Sharon Tate style that mm-hmm. woman. Wait, who kept saying there. Sharon all the time? The, the wife's, yeah, the redhead wife, her name was Sharon. Oh, and the right. guy is constantly yeah, yeah. going, well, Sharon, Sharon, right, yeah, yeah. Sharon was, it was weird. Yeah. yeah, And it doesn't make any sense with the real Sharon Tate story and all yeah. that stuff yeah. and the Mansons and, and they'll get, they'll 
be pretty blase about it. It's there on the TV. They're talking about Manson's. There's a lot of this film is about that mm-hmm. era in America and cult fear, which is a real thing and an interesting thing, I think, to get into. Mm-hmm. However, by immediately taking like real people's names and messing with who people really were and even what age they were and what yeah. side of the cult yeah. <laughs> you know, dynamic they were on, I feel it's just confusing things straight away mm-hmm. by trying to be cute with, oh, we're talking about cults, so let's throw this name in and let's do this. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's, yeah, I think unnecessary. Um, and because then, like, I mean, later on we get, you know, when those cultists attack mm-hmm. in a very similar way to how Sharon Tate was killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically like, I mean, it could be just, okay, if you're going to do it, and I'm not a fan of this stuff. Like, I don't like yeah, real yeah. life murders being turned into entertainment mm-hmm. films, but people love that shit nowadays. So the producer, you're like, okay, fine, then do that scene. Just add Annabelle into the real story. Yeah. And yeah. instead they fuck with all of it. Yeah. Like, none of it's actually what happened with Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. So it's very yeah. confusing. But anyway couple of chatting dull music set designs dull <laughs> dialogues meh yeah dolls are everywhere we're gonna get yeah. this pretty quick yep um she's got a yeah the baby mobile that's playing the music box theme and then he brings her a present a huge box which you're thinking is going to be an animal doll right but then you're thinking no they're going to subvert that surely yep <laughs> just say they did in child's play yeah yep. when uh his mom brings him the um box good guy dolls box yep thinks he's getting his favorite doll Jeans. Jeans. <laughs> they're the mm. biggest box in the world. <laughs> well, for kid jeans. It's amazing. But no, they're not even smart enough here to subvert our expectations. Yeah. yeah. Just the Annabelle doll. It doesn't look fucked up yet, so it doesn't really look that creepy, to be honest. It's just kind yeah. of dull. And to me, I, have a, I, I like things being old. I like it when it's ghosts and demons are old. Mm-hmm. One of my main problems when I first watched this movie is just like, oh, great. You're telling me the whole origins are from the 70s. It's like, oh, it's yeah, not that yeah. scary to me. You yeah. know, it's like... Well, they make it up to you. <laughs> they, yeah, they retcon even more. Um, yeah, then they put her on a shelf with very similar looking. Yeah, well, because she completes dolls. the set. Yeah, she loves her set. dolls. This, this yeah, this woman, yeah. lady. Yeah, whose name I really never wrote down because of it. Mia. Yeah, Mia. Mia. And then the daughter's name is Leah. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I really off. hated that. <laughs> That's so dumb. That drove me insane. Yeah, I, Mia, Leah. Because uh. the only reason she's called Mia is because Mia Farrow is the actress oh, who played right. Rosemary and Rosemary's Baby. And this right. film isn't a hundred percent ripoff of Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Only, I'm not in comparison to Rosemary. Terrible, <laughs> <laughs> absolute <laughs> garbage compared to Rosemary's Baby. And it's upsetting that they nodded to it. Anyway, they go to sleep. We do get a cool shot. Though. I think it's maybe the most... There's one other bit I like in the film, but I'm really proud of my hand. But it's a cool yeah. shot when they're in bed and then you see the lights oh, come yeah. on and then the they shot. bed. Yeah. Easily. Rear window style. Yeah, yeah. That was scary. And then she wakes up the second that we see this coldest come into yeah, the adjacent house and presumably go to murder the, these parents. Yeah. And the light turns off. So she doesn't get to actually see it happen. She yeah, hears that, a scream. That part genuinely caught me by surprise. Because mm-hmm. first I was like, oh, this is a, a cool way. We're like seeing them, yeah, rear, rear window style. Are they having an argument? What's mm-hmm. going on? He's getting the phone. And then, yeah, when you see that blood splatter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I will say, jump one. Oh, God. The murder. <laughs> so for viewers, uh, listeners catching up, um, oh. because there's... A pretty small kill count, although that does count as kill one and yeah, two. Yeah, this one's got a much higher kill count. Um, yeah. as, uh, rather than The Conjuring, which had a zero kill yeah. count. Zero other kill than the because of the lower kill counts compared to the slashes we watch, um, we're keeping a jump count of when Shannon jumps. So that was jump one, mm-hmm. the murder. I'm very skittish, y'all. I'm, I, I react. You I got can't to, help you, it. In this one, I will say you 
you started off at a blistering pace. I really did. <laughs> it's like, because of the intruder stuff. I can't handle invasion it. invasion you don't like. Cannot handle I'm it. I'm going to be intrigued by the end because what was the last one? 15 for Conjuring? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued if you surpass that or not. Yeah. We'll wait and see. We'll see. I hope I didn't. So yeah, uh, what happens? John goes out to check on the neighbors but doesn't come back so she heads to see and then he comes out covered in blood Jump and gets to the call an ambulance. <laughs> John runs outside. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, someone's in her house Jump three <laughs> Woman with the doll <laughs> And she's calling the police And a woman is holding Annabelle Yep yep, And says I like your dolls mm. A guy appears behind her No we're good No it's just after this Stabs yeah. her in the belly Jump four screaming woman <laughs> When the woman comes back it screams Jump yeah. fights him and the woman uh, But everyone kind of gets taken down In one weird sort of fifty cuffs Yeah set. So that is kill, including the neighbors, one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. And the cops shoot the guy, assailant. Yeah. And yeah, the, uh, the, the, we get a weird white flash cut to her being taken out to the ambulance. And then we see the woman dead holding Annabelle mm-hmm. with a symbol painted in blood on the wall next to her. And then a drop of blood hitting the doll in a kind mm-hmm. of, look, now it's possessed mm-hmm. kind of yeah. way. Yeah. Well, and they tell us later that she kills herself. Yes. I didn't immediately look at the blood splattering on the wall and think it was a symbol. Yeah, you guys I didn't either. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, I, did. I did not. Did you? I didn't. I didn't definitely. It, I the was... clue is that it looked like a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't putting together at that point that she had killed herself. I thought somebody else, like the cops must have, but you know. Right. I thought, no, I didn't think she necessarily killed herself. I just thought she was dying mm-hmm. and then like scrawled that to curse the place gotcha. or some bullshit. Yeah, again, surely we just start here. Just start with this scene. Start mm-hmm. with these two. Even forget the church bullshit. Like, even just start yeah. with them at their house and pregnant yep. and like all this stuff. Like, they're going in and then neighbors get killed. Like, just start there. It'd be great. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. They didn't. And the, the daughter is then established as Annabelle Higgins in some news footage. Not a seven year old girl. Yeah. I am confused. And it turns out that both the parents survived and her child. Which, again, surprised me in this beginning, because even having seen this before, I was like, well, they're all dead, surely. Or yeah. at least two of them are dead. Nope. Both of them are fine. The parents. Wait, really? No, 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 the, no, no, no. Not, not, the, not the, the, sorry, the parents oh, of the pregnant, okay. yeah. Okay. Baby yeah. was fine, yes. just a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, surely someone's got to die in this. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Um, in fact, the dude seems pretty happy. Yeah. To be back at the house. Mm-hmm. All their immediate. Yeah, he said he cleaned it up. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wiped off the blood of that doll. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so <laughs> sterile. You could do surgery in there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Let's go back to this home where <laughs> we were invaded upon, yeah. and I still don't remember to lock the fucking doors. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, honey. That's right. Yeah, she reminds you, doesn't she? He comes in, and mm-hmm. she's like, lock the door. Yeah. You jerk. Yeah. That's where you're divorced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this point, he doesn't think of just no, James. selling the doll. Yeah. You know, it's been covered in blood. Mm. Right, told by him, yeah. a murderer. Well, there's no way that doll would like it would have been taken to the coroner. Like they would have no, the doll would be gone. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because like you know, he's a he's a he's a medical man. He's a doctor. Yeah. He's a medical man. I mean, if this um, happens in my house, I burn the fucking house down. Yeah, I remember that show. But I mean, surely he doesn't medicine. even think like that might have a psychological effect on my wife. Right, you know, keeping that around. Oh, you're well, don't worry, we're going to mind doctor. <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong doctor. He's clearly yeah. a uh, liposuction doctor. Yeah, that's yeah. True. We're not sure what he does, to be fair. Yeah. She tells John, look, something happens during 
childbirth save the baby over me and makes him promise. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's going to come back at oh, some yeah. point. Yeah. Well, it kind of does. Kind of. It kind of does. But he, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Will he keep the promise? It's 3.27 a.m. I think, ooh, are they going to do something similar? I know. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. They wake to weird noises. Her sewing machine started going. Ugh. Now, Shannon, as our sewing machine expert, can give us updates on how accurate. I was very upset with this. This is not how a sewing machine works, okay? You can't just plug it in and it'll start going. Somebody has to be pressing. Like, the they pedal, had a right? whole... Yeah. They, there was a missed opportunity to see, like, the presser foot being pushed, ah. right? Yeah. That would have been cool. But yeah. all the sewing machine bits were really getting to me because I have sewn my finger before. <laughs> It looks painful. It is. Annabelle's lying on the floor, so he puts her on the rocking chair. It's the only sensible thing to do. Yeah, let's give it a fucking rocker. So what are you doing that Joey scene in Friends? <laughs> Another Friends reference. There you go. I'm full of them, buddy. Uh, the next day, Annabelle's rocking herself in that chair, but it stops when, uh, when the mother goes to investigate. He's going to get a new job in Pasadena and has to fly out to Sacramento for a little lead up into his new job. Mm-hmm. Just so far away. Right? Yeah, it's, pretty, it's a little ways away. Uh, and she tells John to get rid of Annabelle. So he's like, sure. Probably well, good uh, husband. That just makes n- no sense. You're going to leave your now bedridden wife mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> post home invasion mm-hmm. <laughs> to go job? to like a work conference. It's going to look really good on my resume, babe. Gonna yeah. look so good. Smooth Pasadena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna, get out to Pasadena. That, gonna get out of Santa Monica. Yeah, shit we're gonna hole. get out of this yeah. house we have in Santa Monica and into an apartment in Pasadena. Yeah. What the fuck? Dream life. I mean, to be Dream fair, life. it's a big apartment. <laughs> it is a big into, apartment, but still, particularly in LA. She tells John to get rid of Annabelle, so he throws away. Then we get this long shot waiting for Annabelle to move. But spoilers for the entire movie: she never will. Other than one scene, and it's not her moving. They mm. fake you out about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. But there's going to be a big thing here is Annabelle very purposely, that's a role that they had in this movie. They didn't want Annabelle to be like Chucky. They didn't want her to be self animated. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make sure not even an eye moves at any point. Right. She is a still statue, essentially, that can be used, yeah, as a conduit. So if you do see her move, it means a demon is moving her. Is it as effective Playing with her like a toy. As it, in other, as it is in other films, we will see. <laughs> <laughs> you look, look like you're falling asleep as you said that yeah. sentence. There's a detective with a crazy little mustache. Oh, yeah, he's serious. Yeah. He's serious. He tells them it was a cult attack. And the cult was satanic. First of all, going, oh, I can't tell her she's a woman. <laughs> Until yeah. her husband goes, no, it's fine. Yeah, she's a woman who can handle the truth. Right. Yeah. Um, it was the seventies, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Different um, time. Brilliant <laughs> line of dialogue that is repeated twice in the movie. Where the detective says, "Man, I don't know, crazy people." I know. Do, do crazy, crazy things. things. <laughs> that should be the subheading in the poster. Right. Yeah. Crazy people do crazy things. Nineteen seventies mental health initiative. <laughs> crazy people do crazy things. <laughs> yeah. It's actually the sixties, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, 60s, you're right. Yeah. Late it's, 60s. So like, no, it's no, early 60s because it was 63 a year before. So it's 62, 62, 61. Was it 63 or 68? So, 63. This movie begins yeah. in 69. Oh, really? Technically, yeah. But yeah, because wasn't the hospital bit with the girls in 60? Yeah. I thought it was 68. I thought it was, six, I thought it was 63, but it could, that could very well be an eight. Did they say it this time? No, I don't think they had the date. No, exactly. There. It just said a year earlier. From, I mean, I just it just said a year yeah. earlier. Here, on here, it says in 1967. Okay. Okay. That's when it starts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had a different thing online which said it began in 1969. 
Interesting. But anyway, late, Interesting. late 60s and then going into the 70s, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's when it's meant to be. Yeah, John's making some jiffy pop because he's already thinking about Scream in the future. Um, but she falls asleep, so he turns it off. <laughs> so we know something's going to happen with the right. jiffy pop. And he leaves the next morning. She's sewing alone, watching TV and smiling at it as if she can hear it. Now, Shannon, as our sewing expert, that's a loud sewing machine that she's operating in this scene. Yeah. It's, it's really loud. She's chuckling away at her TV, which I... Could you hear any of that? I mean, yeah, I watch, I will watch the TV and so at the same time and you hear the television and right. you can hear other things that are going on. Sewing machines are loud-ish, but like you wouldn't not notice popcorn popping. You know what I mean? Well, I'm burning. It's not like... And sm- like, yeah, you would definitely <laughs> right, smell it too. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not like you're wearing, you know headphones or something that's going to block out other sound that you can only hear the sewing machine yes no, it's agree. ridiculous i agree she then cuts herself on the sewing machine when this really protracted scene where they keep is she gonna do it i know oh, it was driving it? me insane james wan would have not done it and like just amped up that tension and then brought in horror from some other direction right in this film no just like she gonna do it is she gonna do it yeah she's gonna do it yeah she's gonna and then it doesn't really matter just a little cut mm-hmm. popcorn sets the room on fucking fire right yeah. She falls on her baby. Yeah. Gets pulled by Pully Pully Ghost. Mm-hmm. Jump five. Popcorn drag back. We don't really, we don't, we don't really get Pully Pully Ghost in this so much more. No, that's, yeah, the, only that's one. the only one. It's very strange. Yep. Yeah. We got to jump. Um, but then we get that slow motion run. Well, and just before that, the help in this town are amazing. So quick. They turn up. So she quick. just noticed. She was in the house. Yeah. She just noticed and they're already there yeah. to like take her away. But I clearly they should stay in Santa Monica. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the police and the firefighter they all come very quickly. Fantastic. Yeah, Captain Husband. Yep. Running to her in slow-mo. That was so weird. <laughs> just like one slow motion moment mm. and that's it. Oh. For TV movie. Yeah. For TV, yeah. She's giving birth. Says mm-hmm. she can't go back to the house. He says, don't worry, you don't have to. <laughs> Pasadena, baby. So let's in, go. In the hospital, when the nurse brings her baby, I was like, is she familiar? She's like a ghost from the past, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She was the nurse girl. She is the nurse girl. Yeah. Oh, she is the nurse girl. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought she was like a future, a future ghost or something. That fucks things up even more. Yeah, because then- <laughs> Because the whole point is their mother got it from someone that they don't even know who they got it from. Yeah, when Mia goes through labor, the woman who came to the Warrens with Annabelle is the one carrying the newly delivered baby. Oh, they're just trying to make things work that just mean nothing. Then yeah. they just fuck everything mm. by being. It wouldn't this be cute? Yeah. Oh come on. So they move into a building looks suspiciously. Yeah, and wasn't they're on the east coast? I know that's yeah. what I thought. That's what I I thought the exact same thing. I thought it was very clearly that they were on the east coast. I think we should claim this film non-canon. Yeah. <laughs> it's stripped of its canon title. <laughs> just like Disney stripped the expanded universe in Star Wars. R.I.P. Mm. Yep. Uh, looks like the building in Insidious 3 is what they move into in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. We established they can hear all this banging upstairs for really no real reason. Yeah. I kept waiting for that to be a thing There's to come back. Banging but later, it was- but it's, you could have just had the banging. Like, we don't need Because she was, yeah. like, was like banging and then walking and then she goes yeah. like, oh, and then like the sound goes down here or something. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for it to mean something and be yeah. different but no. they never utilize no it payoff. no it's yeah. bad writing which is surprising honestly because this person can write good scripts and i and i've just written down i just can't believe we're still stuck with these two as our leads mm-hmm. I, I really just finding that incomprehensible i mean she i think gets worse as the film goes on she <laughs> yeah. didn't bother me as much in the beginning well, it's because it's just more drama it's like the yeah. more horror yeah. she has to do the worse she gets yeah 100 percent. he the husband was bothering Ooh. me the entire it's just his face honestly 
honestly. And I, that makes me feel bad to say, but like justice face. Makes me so happy to have you on this podcast, Anna, <laughs> because normally I'm the one saying mean things about actors and you get Christina being like, oh, well, and Alex is sticking up for the actors and I'm yeah. being mean. Sometimes. I'll tear down a director when I have to. Don't sometimes. worry about it. I mean, sometimes I'll be like, face. I'll be like, maybe it was the direction. <laughs> In this case, I don't think it was. Like he, it I was mean, like to be he clear, the director's not doing a good job. Opera. The scriptwriter's not doing a good job. Yeah. But he's really not helping anything. Yeah, he's doing nothing. And I don't Literally know if it's nothing. his fault. It was the casting. They shouldn't have cast him. Yeah. Well, his, his, he's just, he's devoid of anything. Yeah. He's yeah. pretty lifeless. No, no, he yeah. shouldn't so be in. White toast. I hate this kind of sentence because it is partly out of your control, but he yeah. just shouldn't be in feature films. Yeah. So, yeah, they're at another sermon. There are going to be a lot of sermons yeah. in this film. This time we're learning about facing our fears. There was a part of me that was like, and this just comes from living in LA and would mean nothing to people that don't. But they lived in Pasadena. Yeah. They were going to that church I in know. the beginning of the film, which is in Santa Monica. Oh, and I was yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, God, that's like an hour I know. And a half I was drive. like, you're still commuting to this church? That's <laughs> yeah. the most unrealistic thing. Yeah, yeah there's no way in LA. you an hour and a half to get to yeah. church. But I guess it was the 60s. Maybe traffic wasn't as bad. No. Oh, that's but true. still, it's a long way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So the father, the priest, father, whatever, takes a photo of the mother and daughter. Mm-hmm. Which also, Again, that was going to be a thing. Yeah. hundred percent. Right, this is going to be a cool spooky thing. Yeah. And the then it's going to be developed and then it's going to tell you something else. A hundred percent. No. That you're going to be able to see the like black smog. That's all the... stupid. Or we're so even maybe going to get a ghostly nun and that'll be a future tie-in. It's yeah. like 50% of the script was written and then they just forgot to do anything with all their setups. It was yeah. so weird. Yeah. She's but again, which kind of like when you look at, you know, you were saying it in the last podcast with James Wan about like he, just how clever he is at setting things up yeah. mm-hmm. and like giving you the payoff of yeah. these things. Yeah, but so, in yeah. a different way, like yeah, not yeah. in the way that it's expected. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She's unpacking the dolls. She really fucking likes these dolls. Yeah, um, she does. Even though in the background of the previous scene, as Katie pointed out, I don't know if Annabelle was there or not, but it definitely there were a lot of dolls already unpacked in the yeah. previous scene, and now there's none, and she's well, just unpacking there's them. there's the two other dolls that Annabelle apparently yeah. completes the set, so I think that's what... Yeah, 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 she might have, but there were a lot of dolls for yeah. sure in the background, yeah, yeah. and then you cut, and she's just like taking out a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, she finds the Annabelle doll in the box, now all dirty, starting to look a little demonic. They're definitely making it look a little bit more smiley and angry mm-hmm. this time. So you'd throw it out more. No. no, keep it. Yeah, I know. I was like, you're just gonna leave. This doll is now dirty and like yeah. sooty and gross. And let me put it in my baby room. It's yep. fine. I'm gonna face my fears. Dumb bitch. Snoozing on the sofa. <laughs> Ghost lady walks by. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing there's a no. Um, oh, no. Curtain first. Oh, okay. You're, you're keeping it together. And she looks in on the baby. This little ghost lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she meets some kids the next day. The pregnant lady who's not pregnant. Passes a bookstore. Likes the look of the devil's welcome in mm-hmm. the front window. Yeah. I don't really understand why. I think They keep showing that shot a lot. Well, I think it's just to imply the devil is with us. Right, and I think also there's. I think that there's some connection to be made with <laughs> Alfre Woodard's character Woodward Woodward Woodard, that she owns that bookshop mm-hmm. and has these like demon demonicy books that are in the shop. I feel like there's something that she's connected there that they didn't play out. Yeah, very that's well. what I was like trying to because figure out. Because every time she, the when we first meet her, it, it feels a little ominous, right? Like she like jumps it out kind mm-hmm. of in yeah. a weird way. Um oh yeah. And there's lines about I feel like I've known you both and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, I was like is she going to have like different... some kind of 
power of clairvoyance or right. some sort of I kept waiting sense. for there to be something, but there really wasn't. So, yeah, she was originally going to be played by Lin Shay, the oh, clairvoyant really? from Insidious. As, as the same character? I don't believe it's the same character because different studios own those characters' names. Right, but okay. how could you confuse these two series more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which makes perfect sense to looking at that. Um, but for whatever reason, they didn't. And they went in this way instead. God, uh, so providing confusing. us, yeah, the possibility for real hatred when we get to the ending. But we'll get that when we get there. So yeah, she comes out of the shop. They find a... Sorry. The, the mother then heads back to the apartment, finds all these pictures falling from the stairwell, which shows a truck killing her baby, mm-hmm. um, which is quite funny. Not a truck killing a baby, but the way it's done. They're just like floating yeah. down. Yeah. Like, she goes up each sort of landing. Some kind of asshole kid is just like, oh. right? <laughs> throwing them over the banisters. Um, and then the LP player starts playing itself. Curtain blows in her face. Jump six. Curtain. <laughs> kid runs by. Jump seven. Sewing machine turns on. Ghost cult kid runs at her, mm. and as the door closes, turns into adult. Jump eight. That was a that was like a mega. Scene. Shannon yeah, loses I her shit. Is why I've written down. That was a, that was a build up of three. There you go. Curtain running kid, and then bang, final yeah, jump. I, I lost screamed. It. So <laughs> Shannon, at this point, you're already on eight jumps. I know. It's and not, it's not great. looking good. It's not looking it's not good. Not looking yeah. good and I think we paused at this point, and we were just under halfway. Or yeah, we like, were just at halfway. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Oh man. Yeah, again, still confused because we do see the seven-year-old sort of version of the kid. Right. And then it turns into the adult version, which is, again, they said she only ran away two years ago. It would be different mm-hmm. if she ran away when she was seven or something. Yeah. But well, no. that, yeah. Or was kidnapped when she was seven or whatever. But yeah. like, no, it's just like, she's maybe, I don't know how old she's well, going to be, maybe 17 Well, I think they told us two different stories, two different versions of it. Yeah, I think they don't know what they want to say. Yeah. He tells her, her husband, that she probably has postpartum. So get it uh, together. Right. This is where I wrote, hashtag believe the women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's being haunted. Believe her. Ugh, fucking husband. I mean, even if, you know, I can totally believe, like, in, in these films we're seeing the hauntings, so you're always like, you should believe people. Right. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't in real yeah. life. But after you've been through the things she's been through with the murders and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. you wouldn't think it was necessarily postpartum. You'd say, yeah. no, no, you're psychologically scarred mm. from what happened to us before. To be fair. You- Therapy. She seems to be very absent-minded with her baby. She does. Doesn't really give a shit. <laughs> yeah, does not really give a shit. <laughs> so to go to church instead, he's like, you know what? Some Jesus will help you. Right? Yeah, because he, he says, it's, I'm not going to take you to therapy. I wrote something else. Like, I'm going to do that. I, help I, you. I have to pay for that. You yeah, know, I, I, don't have to pay I, for I wrote cheap-ass motherfucker going to church for therapy? Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself a doctor. Which the priest is amazing because the priest literally just, well, he, in so many words, he goes on for a while and just says, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what he says. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This Get makes sense. Mm-hmm. Get out Good. of it. So they run into Evelyn again, who just keeps popping up. She's like, I saw your girls, and I felt like I'd known them for a long time. So you're like, ooh. Oh, you got mm-hmm. some powers there? What's going to play into this? Nothing. No. Yeah. No payoff. Nothing. And we're still waiting for Annabelle to move, but she does close the door. So we're learning maybe she can do things with mind bullets. Yeah. yeah. Not body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chucky, could, Chucky would fucking take it down. Oh, yeah. Super quick. She goes to the basement to lock some boxes in other boxes. And leaves um, her baby alone in the apartment upstairs. I can't remember exactly <sighs> when this bit was. It may have been just before this. Right. Because it was seemingly insignificant to all of us watching. Other than? Other than Shannon, who jumped <laughs> for jump number nine, which all I've written was lightning. <laughs> it caught me by surprise. Okay? It caught me by surprise. Oh, my God, Shannon. <laughs> 
Honest to God, if you jump more in this movie than The Conjuring, that's bullshit. I can't help it. Yeah, I love this. She goes into the basement, into some like haunted, dark fucking basement to put boxes into large boxes, essentially yeah. these cage boxes. Just fucking weird. And then she hears a baby crying. We get Ghost Pram gets wheeled out. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then Goat Man. No jump. No, no. Yeah, no, there's jump 10 jump. creepy hand because she goes to the pram. Yeah. Uh, and she pulls up the mm -hmm. uh, baby's like little blanky thing. Mm -hmm. And then the goat hand man. Goat hand man. Grabs hand her. Man. And that was jump 10. So we're going traditional spookies. Yeah. A bit similar to the Darth Maul goat demon thing in yep. Insidious. Yeah, we're going to that, but like played more played down makeup. Yeah, they're not allowed to do the Darth Maul makeup on this yeah. one, I presume. They just tone it down, which I, I mean, it looks just as goofy, I think, but at least it's sort of toned down and they keep him a bit more shadowy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It looks pretty terrible. <laughs> Scars her wrist with the same symbol. Yep. Oh, was that a symbol? <laughs> oh, just a blood splatter. <laughs> that time I got it. <laughs> yeah, that, that time, time I got I it. Got it. <laughs> that time I was like, this means something. <laughs> it's an A. <laughs> yeah. And then we have what feels completely just different from the rest of this film. And I remember this is actually when I remember this film, I only remember two things. One was that opening mm -hmm. and two was this scene. Because I was genuinely a bit creeped out in the cinema, which is when she gets back into the elevator to leave oh, there, yeah. the doors and close, and then when they reopen, she's on the same floor. Yeah. And then they close and they reopen, and she's on the same floor, and it Why does it like four now? times. Yeah. And it's genuinely quite effective. Yeah. And then she sees the exit sign, has to run for it. It feels a bit like Silent Hill in yeah. this bit because it's just like otherworldly. Mm -hmm. Kind of like yeah. And then she runs up the stairs. The demon chases her. <laughs> Alex turns to me in this bit. Yeah. Says this bit doesn't look very good. Yeah, I didn't think it looked very good. I agree. I don't know when he stopped and when he started. Yeah, I see. I liked the elevator bit. I liked that idea, mm -hmm. opening, closing, and the sort of like the flashing light and the exit sign. Yeah, but it just it suddenly looked cheaper when yeah. she was running up the stairs. Sure. I don't know what well, it was. Well, and it seemed like they're purposefully disorienting, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. But like they're doing it in a dumb way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you have old the goat man hand. squatting at the bottom. Yeah, and the <laughs> hand as well. Like, the which hand. okay. So here's the, so here's the thing, Shannon. That elevator scene, and uh -huh. this is what we're debating a little bit here. Is we are not sure when it ends. When they count the elevator scene, because I would count the whole thing, but yeah. maybe it's just the elevator. I don't know. Mm -hmm. James Wan directed that scene. Oh, interesting. And it definitely has a different feel to it. Yeah. Than the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. And the first time I watched it, I didn't know that, and I was like, that was the only scary bit in the movie. Yeah. Which now makes perfect sense. For me, the elevator scene would be from when she gets down and then she puts goes the storage to the exit. Right? We see Goat Man and then she mm -hmm. goes to the exit. Yeah, so, that's yeah, what I would call the elevator scene. There's one, yeah, yeah. one set, so it's possible. Mm -hmm. Detective shows her a photo of Annabelle, um, not the doll, but the real Annabelle. Yeah. She was part of the cult and the cult was trying to conjure Oh, wait, we had a jump 11, I think, just on the stairs when we see the devil's face. Yeah, yeah we did. Oh, we're getting close to that 15, oh, chance. <laughs> this is going to be so embarrassing. I mean, it's already embarrassing. <laughs> the cult was trying to conjure up something. Here's where we get more of the history. Yeah. Disciples of the Ram. The cult was called yeah. the yeah, Disciples of the Ram. Which I called them the LA Rams. Yeah. I, feel, I think at the end of this, what we should do is, is Google the film History of Annabelle without, you know, hopefully without creation. So we can get, so we can, or we can pick for Alex so we don't reveal anything to Shannon. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it'd be nice to know what they're really trying to tell us <laughs> and if we're understanding it correctly or if it really so is like just a timeline kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Annabelle movie. Time. Yeah, Detective shows her a photo. Of, sorry. No, just because they seem to be changing the story on they the fly. Do. They do. <laughs> she runs into Evelyn at a bookstore again. Evelyn then turns to her and says, I'm old. So, not I know. 
she's maybe 40. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. But only at, you missed my favorite line with uh, the cop as he's revealing stuff. And he's like, it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, A, one of my favorite movies. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're going to say that. But, but yeah, but, like that that detective has. And the sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Oh. What the fuck does that mean? His dialogue is amazing. Forgot about that line. Amazing, and then we go right from that into Evelyn, Alfred Woodard, uh, Mia. I'm old, which means very little surprises me. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. Which, if they had cast Lin Shay, would have made sense because not that she's old, old, but she's definitely old enough to say, Mm -hmm. "Oh, I've been around a while." (laughs) <laughs> so who's this actress? Alfrey Woodard. Doesn't, does not work. To yeah. Say, oh, I've seen stuff. I mean, she's older. Sure. But like by a margin. Yeah. But like she de- she doesn't look definitively so much older. No, they'd be in the same yoga class. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's yeah. stupid. But she says the demons want a soul because you know she's a librarian bookie person, so she knows shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we get the real the truck does hit a pram doesn't kill her baby because she's holding it which i know that was also strange to me as well that whole scene mm-hmm. <sighs> annoying. i'll be honest i'm losing the will yeah <laughs> oh yeah. I hear you. yeah uh the husband disappears just for a whole chunk of time no idea what happened to him yeah i'm not quite sure either they don't they don't i mean he doesn't even have a rig to drive off on and disappear for yeah well i mean in theory <laughs> he's in his residency so they talk about that in the beginning that it's going to be long shifts yeah, and yeah, difficult yeah, and yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. so well played. He's writer. working. All right, she gets some more poltergeisty stuff. Some doors closed. She gets stuck in a baby's room, watching under this like the biggest gap under a door I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, that was a big gap. She could fit her entire arm under mm-hmm. the door, and books are being thrown at the baby. And the baby's just sitting there. I like, know. Oh, baby's fuck. like nothing. Was this bullshit? Mm-hmm. And then Annabelle falls in her line of sight. Jump twelve, oh Annabelle God. at the door. <laughs> oh, I know what's coming. And now Annabelle finally moves. Sits mm-hmm. up, stands up, and then elevates up. Mm-hmm. And but guess what? She's not really doing it. It's the goat demon. She's playing with his toys. <laughs> <laughs> just behind her, just going. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Husband finally shows up to yeah. do something. And yeah. But only after we Doesn't get like see. so much of like her terrible acting. Yes. Like <laughs> just shaking her head back and forth. Well, she's really bad. In she's so bad. Fucking my old laptop over here. So, uh, just to jump back to the timeline, I please, found. Please do. I haven't found a timeline, but I did jump to Annabelle Creation just to kind of get an overview of what happened again because I've seen it. Okay. You're not going to reveal anything from that film. No, I'm not going to reveal anything, but I remember now the connection to all this. How it works. Mm-hmm. How they Does a seven year old thing work with how old she is in this? Because that's what's confusing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll do more research, obviously, as we get into Creation and see if we can then like really patch it together. I think. Yeah. <laughs> we get a shot of a building that says the Barkley on it. A nod to Andy Barkley from Child's Play. Mm-hmm. Allie was in the room with us watching this. Yep. Who was on the Child's Play podcast. She didn't get it. She we didn't. all got the Gaylord reference, though, but that was it. It's like one. <laughs> you guys are very focused on that. Like, way in the distance. Instead, of Barkley written I don't want to sound like an LA snob, but that's that was all in Koreatown. Not near Pasadena. Not mm. Pasadena at all, motherfuckers. Hey, worth it for the, the bike lane, buddy. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Priest turns up to see the doll now. He's like, I'm going to take this serious. And says, demons can sometimes use objects as conduits to get a soul. So essentially trying to use Annabelle to trick 
occur into giving a soul. Yeah. I think it's basically the classic EOP scenario mm. where you have um, invasion, in- invasion, um, yeah. um, oppression, oppression, and yeah. then a possession. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I I think the whole thing is to push her to think that she's crazy. Sure. And to kill herself. But then is what this film saying that Annabelle has never been possessed and that the demon's literally using it as a toy? I think that's what they mean by conduit. In which case the blood running into Annabelle meant nothing? Yeah. Well, maybe that's how the demon stayed alive. Maybe the demon is... Well, the demon conjured into Annabelle the cult leader then. Yeah, that's what I... And then her blood goes, oh, okay. Maybe. All will be revealed in creation. Mm-hmm. I will tell I'm you ex- that. I'm excited to find out how Alex. it all works. <sighs> Hope you can illuminate us like you normally do. And who Can't is who? Wait. Yeah. So he reveals a soul has to be offered to a demon. So don't worry. They can't take it. So again, not that scary then. Yeah. But they can manipulate you with doll play. He mentions the Warrens, but not by name. No, just mm-hmm. a couple over on the East Coast. Yeah, we should go check them out, guys. Yeah. The church, trust these guys. Alex turns to me and goes, are we going to get a Patrick Wilson cameo? No. 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 Very sad. No, he would not do this. Yeah. And then he, the priest takes away the doll. Annabelle messes with the priest's radio, as she likes to do. She likes messing with TV channels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gets bored. Yeah. She can't decide what she likes. Turns it to a channel that's not sports. Not at all. Definitely not sports. Mm-hmm. So he freaks out because he's very mm-hmm. much into the sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Annabelle's eyes are fucking bloodshot as all hell. Yeah. Yeah. She's she has been, been smoking way too much. Ooh, and pulling an all-nighter. Mm-hmm. Takes the doll into the church, but the animal ghost is following him separate from the doll. And then he gets thrown out of the church. Even yeah. Though he go, whatever. Jump 13. Priest. Oh, God, 13? Close. Getting close. Lucky 13. Uh. And the priest is hospitalized. Not even dead. Yeah. I had it down as a kill, but yeah. Yeah. I was tricked. I mean, because they have that weird like Giant blood puddle, puddle blood. it seems very clear like he should have been killed. Terror, Awful shot. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Awful shot. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Evelyn's hanging out with the mom and the daughter. Turns out her kid died in a car accident. Something, oh, something else is going to be. Nope. Nope. Oh, that was the other thing I hated about that awful shot with the blood is that we see the Annabelle ghost pick up the doll. Right. Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. It's so dumb. Well, and it's kind of the same thing we were just debating then is like, is the doll possessed? Or like, what does the doll have to do with the demon and the possession? Why Why is the doll necessary? Yeah. And does that mean that she picked it up and then had to walk back? I think so. Because you're always thinking like when it moves from room to room, which is what the only truth. And again, truth in terms of the Warren said, Mm -hmm. people said it to them at some point. It was meant to be, yeah, at some point Annabelle was moving from room to room. And that's what these nurses told them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in your head, yeah, when you watch the movie, you're like, well, what's the reality? If we just, st- if we just stayed on Annabelle, mm. what's the reality? Does she get up and shuffle? Does she teleport? Right. It's like, yeah, the ghost that gets picks her up and on demon whatever and walks yeah. her through to somewhere and ranges her nicely. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Which means you could have a move more. You could have a head move and mm-hmm. eyeballs. Because if it's controlling her, why not have fun? Yeah. Yeah. Have it wave. No. <laughs> Yeah, the priest wakes up, asks the father slash doctor who's having a little snooze. <laughs> he does the worst waking up yeah. acting I've ever yep, seen. that's very bad. <laughs> he asks what a doll is and he says it's evil and the doll wants to take her soul. And he says, but the baby can't give it soul. Yeah, so it can't. I think it's meant to be a twist. I think it is too. I think it's meant because I think we're supposed to believe that it's after the baby the whole time, right? I honestly forgot the baby existed. Yeah, well, because she's <laughs> so like fucking she negligent with the baby, <laughs> yep. of course. But I didn't think it was 
I didn't think it was after the baby as much as I always thought that it was about tormenting and trying to get to the mother, right? So I think it is supposed to be a twist. Well, it's clearly a revelation for the husband. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He goes into shot. The music tells us it's a twist as well. Um, and then he rings up to his wife to say, ah, yeah, 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 but a phone's all cracked. Baby in. can't offer oh, it, so. No. Knocks her at the door back at, back at the house uh, apartment. And then she mm-hmm. opens it and it's back at the priest's head. Could be scary. Instead, we get a stupid shouting. Yeah. But also, so did no the jump. priest arrive? No. Are we supposed to believe it's that that's a, a possessed? I know, but then who is, what is this figure? Why? Goat demon. It's uh, a manifestation. Could be anything. Yeah, apparently. I guess. For Nothing one, matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never anything else. No jump from for this. Not for that bit. Oh, well nope. The whole apartment goes poltergeist. Baby disappears, blood all over the dolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they hear noises coming from above, which, yeah, if they'd been smarter with it, would have played into other things, but nope. No. Nope. Right. Go demon turns up again. On the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Jump 14. Oh, God. Demon on the ceiling. So close. I know. Oh my goodness, it's exciting. It's the home invasion. I'm more excited stuff. about this than the movie. <laughs> um, Evelyn gets locked out of the apartment, and then there's no banging. There's no anything from her. She just seems to just like do a little timeout for mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. Annabelle turns up, rolled a red crayon towards Mia, um, and then the symbol is painted all over the ceiling. Is that a symbol? <laughs> just crayon marks. <laughs> Crayon scribbles. I just saw shapes. Just really bad you color. interpreted it as a symbol. Yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Annabelle just went, and she went everywhere. So she finally beats the doll up and then see, looks over after throwing it across the room and sees her baby a dead, limp on the floor. And it's genuinely a little shocking. Yeah, yeah I thought, it is. Fuck. For a second, I was like, oh, yeah. that, that. Are they going to keep it dead? Mm-hmm. No, they're going to uh, bail on it yeah. straight yeah. away. And I was, yeah, I was like, this could be cool and dark. Yeah. 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 And you could be saying some interesting things. No, mm-hmm. they're way too scared to go there. This is as fucking PG, really, as it can yeah. get. And then she looks up. The window has your soul painted on it. And they open, the window's open, inviting her to commit suicide, to give her soul willingly. Mm-hmm. For, to spare her daughter. To, to spare, spare her, her daughter. daughter. But then what the... happens if you give your soul? Uh, Annabelle's satisfied yeah. for the moment. Or the demon is sat- Well, because that's why they needed die. a soul. It seems like it's not really discriminating against which soul. It just yeah. So it's not trying soul. to get into a person. For no, Annabelle. it no. just wants someone to die was to it? get to commit their soul yeah. to the devil. Because that was hell. what the priest said: was like it, the devil uses subtle ways to make people offer their souls. Okay, but a baby can't offer its soul. So, so again, it's not I, like targeting the baby. But that I think in itself is the way with which it manipulated the mother. Yeah. So again, I feel they could have something interesting to talk about here with postpartum and with depression and yep. with suicidal tendencies from mothers who have had kids and disconnection mm-hmm. from their kids and all that stuff. Yeah. And how the devil might be playing into that. Mm-hmm. But they don't. It just yeah, seems like don't. another like oh, in this film, the devil wants to possess you because of this. In this film, it's just a ghost. Mm-hmm. In this yeah. film, it's gonna be. Yeah, you need to just sacrifice yourself and then oh, everything will be fine. It's fucking weird. And just yeah. kind of very limited in its scope of how scary yeah. that is. Anyway, she, she tries to do it. She goes to stand on the edge of the thing with the Annabelle doll. The husband comes in and says, I'm like, do it. Jump out. Take him with you. Definitely. But no, he pulls her back and then Evelyn appears and then realizes because her daughter before she died said some final words or some bullshit. Well, whenever she tried to kill herself, because Evelyn, remember, we see that scar on her wrist. Sure. That's a giveaway for suicide. Yeah. Um, 
little top tip there. For yeah, people. yeah. Go down the lane, don't cross the road. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, not a top, a top tip for recognizing someone in trouble, not how oh, to commit suicide. Sorry. <laughs> Just to be the official stance of weird things so, yeah. do not try and commit suicide. Fancy language, right. not giving you any tips on how to do it. Uh, life is too short anyway. Yeah, 100%. That's why I say it's the giveaway of that. Um, but <laughs> anyway. I'm the worst but in that she says that she feels herself slipping away and then she hears her daughter's voice saying it's no it's not your time yet yes and then she comes back so that's oh, where yeah. the daughter like, this is what she meant yeah exactly and so she that's commit what it suicide is. Is her, now exactly <laughs> now's the, the, the time devil. for me to kill myself yeah it's a terrible metaphor is a terrible message and it's even worse because it's the only ethnic minority yes 100 percent yeah. Which I can't decide if it'd be better if everyone was just white in this film and then a white person killed themselves. Or, uh, it's all bad. Yeah. It's all bad. It's all bad. But she jumps off. Guess what, man? That's fine. <sighs> Baby just appears out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Just back in the crib. Then we get another sermon from the priest as we see the Annabelle doll, doll disappeared. Mm-hmm. Dispero, as I would say mm-hmm. in France. All right? Yep. Yeah. Six months later, Alex... The coming most out pointless six months later. Yeah. Coming out of another sermon, we get a close up of the fucking gargoyle. Yeah, priest gives them the photo. Mm-hmm. We can see something in it. I'm excited about. Yeah, this, this is going to be a nice little no. end. No. no, no, nothing. No, it's like Stupid. the fucking beach photo in the conjuring. Mm-hmm. It says, "I just pray that whoever comes into contact with the doll next gets the help they need." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. 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 yeah." That sounds All good. Right. We don't care. Yeah. And they walk off. And they just fuck yeah. off. Priest Thanks gives them for the, the picture. Yeah, we see Annabelle in the store now. Someone comes in saying they're looking for something for their daughter and in some terrible dialogue, because in case you've yeah. forgotten about the beginning, says she's a nurse, always helping people. Yeah. Remember when they said that bad line anyway? And now I'm repeating it to make it even worse. Yep. Yeah. And then the sound of the music box playing. Again, nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And then we get a little blurb about Annabelle and the Warrens and a shot of her in a case. Yeah. Creaky sound of the noose hanging from the conjuring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. is that what that was? Yeah. I'm just like, what is happening? You don't have an ending. So you're just like, let's just throw in everything. Yeah. That means absolutely nothing. It's all connected. Um, and that's it. That's the end of the movie. You did it, Shannon. <laughs> I'm getting better, guys. Decrease by one. You started off yeah, like you... a steam train. Yeah. Well, because that's the shit that home invasion. If I had known that Annabelle was like home invasion-y and things like that, I would have been like, nah, done. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing I'm going to think about tonight. Sure. Lying in my bed. Manson. Oh, yeah. I will fucking destroy you. <laughs> Any other little nods? I mean, yeah, like I said, Elevate Steam by Chips. Well, we had uh, the name Raven's Fair is on the box that Annabelle is inside. That's a nod to death. Death silence. Mm. Dead silence. The, um... Edgar Allan Poe, Paul? No, 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 no. The, the, the James Wan film. Oh. Yeah, so in real life, this movie begins in 1969 is what it Somewhere right down. 967 mm. was saying whatever. It's absolutely not true. There were no cults. There were no murders. It wasn't until 1970, probably purchased, knew that Donna and Angie come into contact with the doll. And in fact, creation is closer to the truth of the doll. Right. Apparently. Okay. Uh, but we'll get there. But it does, yeah. Interesting how they tie it all back together. And the doll spookies never even got so bad for Aunt Donna and Angie that they even tried to throw it away. Oh, really? Like they never, there was no front away and it came back again. Before they passed it on to the Warrens, mm-hmm. it never got that bad. Interesting. The Warrens have quoted them as saying some things like, oh, there are little bits of movement. What are like, how's it moving a little bit? And then at some point it changed rooms. And then the spookiest thing for them was, yeah, it would leave these notes for them. 
which we don't see in this one. It's obviously in yeah. The Conjuring. And they didn't even have parchment paper in the apartment. So where did <gasps> the parchment paper come from? Had a fucking crayon. Yeah. No parchment paper. Well, it's a modern age, surely digital anyway. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. texts. Yeah. I'm just reading here uh, that Ellen DeGeneres lived in the apartment that was used in the movie. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. She said it was her first apartment when she moved to LA. When she was watching it, she said, that looks familiar. And it was scary back then too. <laughs> oh, funny. I should say also, uh, this director went on in 2016 to make the uh, film called Walls at the Door, which we talked about briefly at the beginning. This film is loosely based on the murder of Sharon Tate, the wife of Roman Polanski and her friends in 1969 mm-hmm. by the members of the Manson family, features Ka- Katie Cassidy and other people. Oh, too. Katie Cassidy. This was produced by New Line Katie Cinema Katie and Warner Brothers distributed it. Um, and it's very strange because this feels like that's the film he wanted to make here mm-hmm. and he didn't get to. Uh, I'd seen a bit of it at the beginning, and again, I have a distaste for this kind of thing, but they glamorize mm. it. So I'm interested with how Tarantino's going to be dealing with some of these aspects. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's just an interesting note that that was. I think the next film even he made after this was basically just expanding that first scene into a feature, but the true version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Shannon ready to see the real Annabelle? <gasps> I think now is the time. Uh, now is the time that we should show Shannon what the true Annabelle looks like. So uh, Shannon... The true Annabelle, uh-huh. and I'm going to say it out loud as he turns for the, for the audio listeners who should be Googling it, finding it out for themselves, which you already know, is in fact a Raggedy Ann doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I had one of those. <laughs> there it is in the actual, um, in the actual box. Wow. Yep. Which, so when the they museum. say like, things have moved with it, people who know Raggedy Ann dolls, no, yeah. they're not articulated, yeah. like porcelain, yeah. whatever. They're dolls. Yeah. Like, you know, like cuddly it's, dolls. We, they're raggedy and... So like, if something moved, it's... In, it's sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you put one of those... You put the arms on the lap. At some point, one of those arms could just spring off yeah. and just be on its side. You know? It's not like its head could move if it's suddenly looking right or left. Right. Sure, be creeped out because it's not articulated like that. So it's completely just... It's just... Yeah, and there is... Uh, there's a photo of Patrick Wilson in the actual museum. Yeah. Looking unimpressed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is it. So, again, That's there's not funny. much information on it, but it's just so little information anyway about mm-hmm. the Annabelle doll. The creepiest thing about it is that I know that that doll exists in my mother's basement <laughs> because we had one as kids. I'm, she- I mean, I'm going to call bullshit on this guy. All. And just to give you that other stuff around it. Uh-huh. So, this is so for people listening. I'm just showing some pictures of the Raggedy Ann doll in the... Ed and Lorraine Warren mm-hmm. Museum. So these are supposedly the other haunted thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. There's like a full. There is yeah, a, full there's a full room. But that kind of gives Do you the twigs count. <laughs> so it's it's easy to like be. It look because I mean it looks like a, a Halloween shop. Yeah. 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 Bullshit. Not even a particularly good one. I'm calling bullshit on all the Annabelle stuff. Mm-hmm. But hey, again, we're not here to judge the truth. We're here to judge whether the movie was good or spooky. Alexander Chard, how do you feel about Annabelle? So first off, as I said earlier, I think right from the start, you can see that James Wan's um, personality and touch are not in any way on this film. It just feels very, funnily enough, it's about a film about claiming a soul, yet this film feels like it has very little soul itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like uh, it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it sort of, you know, it has some moments that, well, it has one moment that I really like, and that's the, 
the murder, the first murder when you're mm-hmm. seeing it through their window. I thought that was really effective. But but the rest of it just seems very clunky and clumsy and like we spoke about is just sort of full of um empty promises, setups that don't lead anywhere or things that kind of are forcing it into the conjuring universe. Yeah, that it just doesn't feel as as interesting or even as spooky, which was really disappointing. Um I was expecting a lot more from it having seen Annabelle creation before and I won't sort of reveal my feelings on that and obviously having seen The Conjuring yeah my expectations were much higher for this film is it the worst film I've seen no I think it's a fine film to you know a good sort of Netflix film if you're going through I think it sort of isn't that far off from Insidious 3 to be honest I think this one looks a bit more made for TV compared to Insidious 3 yet I think they were made on similar budgets so that's or Insidious was on five million, wasn't it? Insidious was one point three. Oh, Insidious what was two was about that? five. I feel like Insidious three actually weirdly had a little more. Hang on, I'm on it right now. Yeah, so I feel like things. it yeah, just eleven. Ended... It, was, it was nearly twice. As right. Insane. Okay. So I mean, this feels like for a low budget film, this feels like they could have done a lot more. I mean, it's not even low budget. With five million, it feels like they could have done a lot more and made this look mm-hmm. a lot better, cast better actors. It, it follows yeah. this two point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they could have had a better script mm-hmm. and just made some more interesting and brave choices, I think. Yeah, I don't really know where they spent their money in this mm. film. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so is it the worst film I've ever seen? Worst horror? Absolutely not. It's, uh, it's, it's serviceable. Is it really scary in the way that The Conjuring is scary? Absolutely not. Yeah, so my biggest issue is it's, it's a film that sort of yeah, lacks lacks soul, lacks personality, um, especially in its direction. And I'm, you know, is James Wan back for Conjuring Two? He's back. Then I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to that because I think he, you know, maybe not necessarily like a hundred percent unique in what he does and what he creates, but he has a very distinct flavor to his storytelling, which, which now I can recognize and appreciate. Um, and having seen this, it's just like, yeah, I want more of that. I want more of him. So, yeah, that's how I feel. Agreed. Shannon. Um, not to give too much away, but the last note I wrote before the film ended, the last note I have is, I hate this movie. And I think that's uh, on a few levels for me. I mean, all the like, Home invasion-y stuff at the top uh, clearly really got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that is uh, not where I like to uh, watch anything happen. <laughs> and I think like that's what I found most scary about this film was all the home invasion-y stuff and this idea that like, you know, in, in The Conjuring, this family chooses this home and this entity is already there, right? And then they have to deal with it, but it's the home. Yeah. And in this, it's a home invasion story that then continues because it becomes a possession demon. So then, like, you're just consistently being invaded upon, you know? Um, so I found that cr- scary to me, just, like, that idea that, like, you can't, you're almost, like, reliving that trauma, I guess, if you will. So that was creepy to me. But everything about how it's made, I j- hated. 
Um, <laughs> the actors, I think, are fucking terrible. Especially, like, at first, I was kind of on board with Annabelle, the actress playing Leah. But she gets so much worse as the movie progresses. It just, like, devolves everything with her performance. And it's crazy to me that the man that the directed this was the cinematographer because yeah. it, the, the yeah. because the shots in it, like there's so many things where we clearly see the doll Annabelle looking in one direction and then they'll punch in for a, like a dirty close where you can see Leah like looking at the doll and it's looking now in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just like, ugh. it just, that, that shit happened over and over again. It drove me insane. Yeah. Like the framing was terrible uh, the only thing i really loved about this film is the costuming the costuming is pretty great <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was i was here for uh those uh late 60s costumes that's great but yeah it's it i mean i don't know i know that i jumped a lot and i get scared <laughs> that's just always going to be what happens i did like i know you guys were talking about how the demon seemed cheesy to you, but I think because I once had a boyfriend in high school describe that he saw something in the corners of rooms that, and that's how he described it. Like a goat? Yeah, like a all black, like goat figure just standing there. Um, so that was like, nope, too close to home. <laughs> right. uh, so that did creep me out. But yeah, I just, I feel like there could have, if you could get your story straight, there could be something interesting there, but it was so poorly executed. So are you looking forward more to next week when we're doing The Conjuring 2 or the week after that when we're doing Annabelle Creation? I'm looking forward to none of it. <laughs> As it should be. None of it. I mean, to be fair, because of the home invasion-y stuff of this, I now find Annabelle more scary than I thought I would. Okay. Because of that whole storyline, that's a part of that because the doll shit i could give a shit about the doll but the fact that it's like the doll is a representation of this like oh okay original... so you find it more creepy with the doll being used yeah. as a conduit really rather than the doll being uh, animate object yes. kind of thing yes okay interesting That's yeah interesting. so you know thumbs down <laughs> thumbs <Basically>. down <laughs> yeah like, there's some things you're saying there, Shannon, which make me think, oh, this could have been an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Like, there's just nothing. I mean, for me, this is worse than anything in the Insidious movies that I've seen so far. I haven't mm-hmm. seen The Last Key. But no, so it's three. I didn't like any of those, to be clear. But all moments and ideas. Yeah. Ugh, this is just nothing. Like, nothing mm-hmm. is followed through. It's like a bunch of half-baked ideas. No, characters just turn up and have never followed through on what I'm going to do. They set up things that could be spooky and then they never do anything with mm-hmm. it. The one good scene for me is the elevator scene and that's done by James Wan. And it's not incredible. It's just like the idea of the elevator opening it again and again and being always there is kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. The opening bit, I think could be really cool. I think it's cool compared to the rest of the film. And that one shot is good with them and then, you know, adjacent. Yeah. But I still don't think that scene's actually that great. Like, I don't think their act is that great. I just think yeah. the idea is good. Mm-hmm. So it has so something. Bad in it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just uh, my what I like the least about this film is that it's just dull. It's like I can't for me when a horror film is just like oh, just a slog because it's just so dull. It's not, and when it's this PG, it's like so polite. Yeah. So well, you're not going to give me anything. You're not even going to give me some fun with really being scary. You're not going to give me then some fun mm-hmm. with some fun gore or anything. It's just going to be more, and this was just more. And what's worse about it 
is when you're ripping off of one of the greatest horror films of all time, slash thrillers with Rosemary's Baby. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're literally, and then you're calling your main character, like, mm-hmm. after that. They're dealing with stuff to do with Sharon Tate, who's married to Polanski, who directed Rosemary's Baby. Right, yeah. Like, you are very much taking on one of the greatest horror films of all time. Don't do that. Yeah, Stupid. yeah. Stupid. Like, just, just remove yourself as far from that film as possible. So I think it's arrogant. I think it messes up so much with the Conjuring universe that last week got me so excited with all of the opportunity. Like, think about it. Think at the end of the Conjuring one, all those opportunities in that yeah. room for what can you do next? Mm-hmm. It's like, I oh, know, let's fuck up all the continuity, make things more muddled and confusing. Maybe they'll find a way, like Alex says in, in creation, to make it come together. I don't know how the seven-year-old thing works at all. That's the thing that's confusing me. So no, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, there's really nothing in here that I would even say is worth checking out that you can't find better somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a very much a no. Just watch Mad, Mad Men for those costumes. That's it. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that I thought was interesting. Yeah. So I'm looking yeah. forward indeed to come back to James Wan again next week. If I had seen this when it had come out, I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have put me off seeing The Conjuring 2. I think it would have made me more excited. To get back to the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I would have. It did put me off Annabelle Creation. So I will say, like, I enjoyed The Conjuring a lot. I saw Annabelle. Had you seen Annabelle Creation when I watched it with you? Yeah, yeah. So you'd seen it then. Yeah. So I saw these, like, in order as they came out in cinema and then stopped when we got to none. Yeah. And after Annabelle, I was so down on Annabelle. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was such a forgetful movie that by the time, or forgettable movie, by the time I got to Conjuring 2, we'll get into that next week and my feelings on that. By the time Creation came out, I was not keen to go and see it. Interesting. Actually, I don't think I did see that in theaters. I think I did wait till I came to Blu-ray. And then eventually I was like, fine, I'll watch Creation. And then we'll get to my feelings when we get to that one. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it it was not something I was eager to do. I was happy to go back to The Conjuring just because of that first film. I was not happy to go back to Annabelle because of this film. Uh, Which is frustrating because on the poster, she looks great. Yep. Could be spooky. Could be. Could have been. But yeah, next week we will be returning to James Wan. He's been out because he'd been off directing Fast and Furious 7. Mm, um, yes. And you, we remember Fast and Furious 7, everybody, because that is the one where Paul Walker sadly passed. Mm-hmm. So he got involved at that point and things were a little weird. Yeah. Um, and he'd been looking for his out. He just wanted to go off and make big budget action movies, you know, huge Hollywood style stuff. Didn't want to have to come back to horror. And he did put a contouring too. Yep. But we'll deal with that. Probably because he was sitting there thinking, hey, I came up with something pretty decent. You went and fucked it up. Yeah. Let me fix this up now. What are you talking about? Fast and Furious 7? No, no. no. When you saw Annabelle. I mean, we'll get to his reasons why, but I just think it's important to state, yeah, now, and I'll probably state it again next week. Like, he was just eager to get out of horror, do films with bigger budget, do things that weren't horror orientated, and then things changed a little bit for him. Until then. Mm. All right. Go to weekgeeks.com. Do the things you can do on there. Go to starfishmixtape.com and go to Starfish on any of your things where you can buy movies or rent movies and yeah, we might be on it. on iTunes. And help us out. That's our feature film. We're a production company. We're run out of LA, London and Tokyo, apparently. <laughs> we haven't heard from him for a while, so let's, yeah. check. let's see how he's doing. Uh, yeah, we made a first feature film. We're like moving to production of other stuff. And if you want to judge our movies, then watch them. Watch them and do podcasts. Do podcasts. Yeah. Well, listen to it if you want. Do us, it if you want to talk shit about our movie and have us on there to like to agree with you. Then sure. I would watch Annabelle before I'd watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, technically a part of our company, a part of many things that we do, we do. But you, you weren't in Starfish. You can, you can be objective. 
I will do a starfish <laughs> podcast. There you go. There we go. We don't want to be with Alex on that. You can contact him <laughs> on the social medias. At uh, Alexander Chard on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Mr. Al White on everything and this one. And I'm Shannon Hollander on Instagram and at Miss Hollander. I don't know what my name on Twitter is. I should probably look that up for, before we do this again, maybe. Shannon, the 80 slash film. Oh, my fave Shannon. That's what it is. There it is. There it is. That's, that's what my name is what on is, Twitter. Is there not a better Shannon out there? There's no better Shannon. <laughs> I don't understand. I think next week, Alex, we should come back with some alternative fave Shannons. Yeah. There is on it. <laughs> no better Shannon. Eighty Slashes Shannon, the remakes. There were some shit movies in uh-huh. there. Was anything worse than Annabelle? A, a lot. There we go. Go back and listen to that. And April <laughs> Fool's Day, the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire oh, fucking remake. life. The, the remake. remake was- I mean. Yep. Yep. Something. That's an appropriate response. Mm-hmm. Go watch uh, Urban Legends Bloody Mary. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Urban Legends better or worse than Annabelle? Well, the demon at the end of that and its possession and its rock thing, mouth explosion. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That was better. You rest your case. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could laugh more. <laughs> Get me awake. <laughs> That's the future. What, what's, what's happening? Yeah, we'll be back next Friday with The Conjuring 2. We're going to be heading to England, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, what are American. you doing? How long are we going to let this go on You made all my skin shiver. Oh, man. Till then, we're out. Geeks. Geeks.